expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up seven points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,492 on turnover of 4.1 billion NT. The TIEX lost ground on Monday, despite most other Asian markets following Wall Street higher. Health Minister Chen Shizhong says the coronavirus vaccination rate is continuing to rise. According to Chen, some 9.2 million people have now received at least one shot of a coronavirus vaccine. The figure translates to roughly 36.95% of Taiwan's total population. However, the number of people who have been fully vaccinated with two shots remains at around just over 2%. The National Airborne Service Corps is continuing to airlift supplies to over 500 Kaohsiung residents who are currently cut off from the outside world after the only bridge into their remote villages was swept away by floodwaters this past weekend. The Mingba Kelu Bridge on Provincial Highway No. 20 was collapsed on Saturday during torrential rains that caused flooding and landslides. The bridge was a vital link that connects to Fuxing, Lafulan, and Meishan villages in Kaohsiung's Taoyuan district. National Airborne Service Corps helicopters first flew to the villages on Sunday to deliver medicine and other emergency supplies. Three villagers with health problems have now been airlifted to a Kaohsiung hospital for medical attention. In international news, Canada has reopened its border to the United States for non-essential travel for the first time since it closed in March 2020. Sarah Waldner reports from the U.S.-Canada border at Niagara Falls. There was a big rush at midnight here at Niagara Falls with people keen to cross the border into Canada for the first time since it was closed to non-essential travel because of the pandemic 17 months ago. Those hoping to cross must show they've been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 for at least two weeks and provide a negative coronavirus test. But the US is yet to announce when it will reciprocate by opening its border to Canadian tourists. Plans to open the border were delayed last month until at least August the 21st. But with the number of COVID-19 cases in the US increasing daily, driven by the Delta variant, it's not clear if that will go ahead. Sarah Walton, Niagara Falls. Meanwhile, authorities in West Africa have confirmed the region's first known case of Marburg virus after at least one person in Guinea died of the hemorrhagic fever disease. The World Health Organization says that efforts are underway to track down everyone who may have come into contact with this sick person in Gwekadu. The Marburg case was reported in the same part of Guinea where the 2014-2016 Ebola epidemic started that ultimately killed at least 11,325 people.
The two viruses belong to the same family, and both are spread through contact with bodily fluids. And finally, the British official organizing November's climate summit in Scotland has pledged that the event would be held in person. Alok Sharma says that the government would work to ensure maximum participation by leaders from around the world, despite lingering travel restrictions due to COVID-19. He says the government was working with the UN and other partners to ensure everyone who needs vaccinations can get them, and the event is safe for delegates and Glasgow, the host city. More than 20,000 people from almost 200 countries are set to attend COP26. The comments came as the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change released a report saying the planet is running out of time to control global warming. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.